0: Welcome back to Bahoomia, everyone. Bah- 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 H- yeah. I'm your Dungeon Master Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz, Hard One Surefoot, Emily Axford,
2: Moonshine Sabin, Hound Huntress, and Mistress of the Mayo Nut. Nice.
0: <laughs> Gross.
2: <laughs>
0: and Caldwell
1: Tanner. Beverly Tillgold the Fifth. Yippie Skippy. Whippy dippy, (laughs) nice. Okay, yeah, you looted that. I would have said
2: yippy skippy, gimme whippy. Oh, that's
1: good, but
0: also implies that I am into it, and that was all facade.
2: Oh, okay, Mm. I see, I see.
0: Yeah. Cool, guys, let's do a little recap. So last week, you guys appeared on a transporter in the Autumn Territory. In doing so, you were able to bring Tarith, the ghost Aladrin's bow, to the surface world and complete her unfinished business. You saw her reunite with her sister, who offered to hold off the hounds while you all ran off to get yourselves a rest. You began making your way to the Autumn Court, but stopped at the spot of Balnor's secret halfling village and began preparing to fight the hounds. After a quick sleep, you tucked Queen Cirilla safely away in a plant again, then hid up in the trees and prepared for a fight. It started off poorly with the hounds utilizing invisibility and other tricks, but once you took out their mage, you started to do a bit better. However, Hard One was killed. Oh, Yeah. By Zalek's...
2: Who, who killed him? I, uh, I'm just kidding. I'm I absolutely just, I kidding. I haven't
0: slept in a week thinking about
2: that.
0: <laughs> Hard One was killed by Zalek's death lance during the fight. Uh, before Bev could revivify him, Hard One found himself in a strange in-between world and being pulled in different directions towards Cord and his father, towards Gemma and Moradin, and even heard calls from his mother in some dark parallel plane. Finally, Beverly revivified Hard One who sprang back to life. Together, you all killed the rest of the hounds, saving yourselves and getting revenge for Balnor's village. And in a way, Hard One, who was dead for a second there. Mm -hmm. And that's where we are now. So you guys are in the spots of um, Balnor's old village. You guys have just uh, finished this fight. Uh, Balnor just poured Zalek out of the bag, who has, in fact, bled to death inside the bag. Uh, Balnor uh, is hosing off the bag now. Yeah. Sorry,
3: I was getting a little uh oh, that's a good thing amped you. up there. Balnor, Keep that tuna zip locked.
2: Yeah, I you were doing you and you were living your truth and it felt real. Where's that death lance at?
0: It's on Zalek's body.
2: I truly do not like this cursed item. I would like to collect it and hopefully we can find someone like do I get the sense that this could be turned into some sort of um, oh, yeah. revivify thing? Oh, it sounds like a magical potent.
0: Go ahead and give like an arcana check or a religion check if you guys want to both do it, Beverly. Mm-hmm. I got H- a nat one. A nat one? Trying, on that's strong. a mighty fine lance. You could probably go catch some, catch some fish teeth with, teeth it. with it. I with it. You die. If you caught a trout with that, would the trout just evaporate? Yes, it would be a bad trout. It
2: would yeah. make you very
0: sick. <laughs> um, religion check? religion or arcana uh well with religion i got a 19 19 okay bev you look at this this radiates evil very clearly uh, a cursed item if one of you were to use it it would be bad for the soul i hold it with like a paper towel <laughs> they
2: but i don't want to just leave the, that my point is i don't want to leave this in some yeah. open brush and have like a fucking chipper monk suddenly wielding a death lance but
3: wouldn't that be cute you see some yeah, chipper monks i'm pretty excited sorry let
2: me qualify i don't I don't want it to be wielded by a chipper monk and i don't get to stick around and see it
3: now i understand okay, yeah,
2: let's yeah. pop Should it in we,
3: the bag
1: you yeah. want to put it in the bag
0: we yeah.
3: could
1: wrap yeah, it up
0: i think put so. some bubble wrap on now we trust yeah. you to get that thing prepped and ready to go yeah uh he, he strips Zalek's corpse <laughs> and makes um like a packing blanket Oh, so with we his see
2: Zalek's naked body now
0: uh he tastefully uh he respectfully leaves his like boxers on
2: Okay. He's got real
0: baggy <laughs> But what briefs. boxers? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just okay. like baggy heart. Uh, it's a little basic.
2: Is it baggy? Like you can tell that he's washed him so many times and the elastic is just given way?
0: Yeah. It, it's like you thought this Pathetic. This was kind of a sexy guy, but maybe he was just kind of playing it up. So wow. we could just pants him real easy. Yeah. Okay. I peek a little bit. Um, I'm, <laughs> you see his drow dick. Yes. <laughs> Just a regular, yeah. regular size. He
2: shrivels from the sunlight. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let me roll a d8. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two incher. Whoa. <laughs> mm. You know, you, I think death is bad on the d. Death, death also isn't
1: great. <laughs> yeah, on that's the d. true.
2: That's true. We don't yeah. know what the body goes through.
1: Hearing Moonshine talk about transforming this into components has kind of given me a renewed sense of my new mission in life. Yeah. which is I, I'm done collecting teeth and patches and dads, and now I will find as many components as I can so that I can always
3: revivify my friends. Yeah. And I promise to die as often as I can. <laughs> we
2: need to get you like a Pez dispenser, but with like revivify components.
3: Oh, I like that. Like
1: a little shooter, a little hopper. Yes. That's nice.
0: I will say, hard one, you do feel a little chill in your bones like you feel a little different mm-hmm. like when you first woke up and came back from the revivify there was a moment where you felt like you were in that other like dark plane that you heard your mother calling from you feel this weird connection to this darkness right you okay. feel like you died a little bit like you lost a little bit of like your soul
3: i shake it off
1: <laughs> how how many yards stare is uh, is hard one doing now <laughs>
3: It's up. It's up to. It's up to our boy here. <laughs> I'll say I can do a hundred yard stare. <laughs> okay, good. But I don't know how this is gonna. How this is gonna go? Like, be going forward.
2: Hard one. Uh, how are you holding up? Because that can't be an easy.
3: I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Well, What's Gucci well, with you, Moonshine? Let's.
2: Uh, well, hmm. you know we can talk about me any day, but mm-hmm. it seems like maybe that fight didn't sit as well in the gut as.
3: Oh, what yeah. you mean when I was resting?
2: I'm trying to ask if shit went down when you died. Okay, what'd you yeah, see? So, okay, so, okay, okay, just, okay. yeah, we'll bring it in, we'll bring it in. Right, yeah, not in front yeah. of Belnor, okay? Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs>
3: okay, um, so I was in an in-between world where I was being called to by my, my father, my, okay. my, my queen, my okay, love, yeah. and, and uh, my mother. The, my mother was maybe the perhaps the most disturbing. Uh, she sounded like she was in trouble. The widow? The widow. Where was she?
2: Yeah, where was she?
3: I don't know.
2: It because didn't sound have, like a
3: place that I want to be.
2: I have felt in my soul a bit of an inkling to involve my unworthy person in her plight. Tell me, I'm just saying, like she seemed dope. It feels like it feels like we kind of had to put. Her happiness on hold to serve some other purposes. But I felt a little bit like we better make sure we go back and take care of her.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So I I knew I screwed her over. But when I was dead for a little bit. It was right when you did it. I got a sense that I screwed her over way, way worse than I ever intended to.
2: Okay. I'm just saying, remember we talked about maybe going to court at some point. Yeah. I'm always down.
3: Cool. I think... If if it's cool with you guys, the next trip is maybe to the worst place we could possibly imagine. Yeah. Uh... Oh.
2: Oh, really? We're gonna go where the high elves live?
3: Oh no! Not <laughs> got him! Got him! N- not that bad.
2: Thank you. Freaking slam. I give. I do a little low five. <laughs> yeah behind they, like, the back each <laughs> we both go for the yeah. low five <laughs> Ooh, okay yeah right. yeah
1: i'll start putting together like a uh uh maybe like a google map with some fun stuff on the way
2: oh yeah i'll go on i'll hit up yelp shadowfell That's... just sort
3: of start planning the road trips when i'm yeah. getting down here okay mm-hmm. cool yeah we'll probably want to have a couple lighthearted stops on the yeah, way. Yeah, I'll load okay. up. You got to keep it light, mm. but it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty heavy.
1: It's gonna be miserable, sure. sure but we're, we're there for you. We we're gonna. This is we can't roll super deep, but we'll roll as deep as we can for you,
2: Papa. How you feel about going somewhere scary that chills you to the bone? Rear. That is an affirmative from <laughs> Papa.
1: Okay. Hard one. How's your How's your brain otherwise? Let's get your Let's get your mind right. Let's like
3: let's take down one of those walls, huh? Let's yeah. try and work on chiseling. Well, I guess I, I was just if. Uh, Not to sound like a real loser, but uh, in I case I the
2: walls coming back up. <laughs> in case I die
3: again without uh, getting to tell you guys, uh, you're you're uh, you're both all right. All right. Okay. Moonshine
2: right. is weeping. <laughs> oh my progress! God. Wow. I just you know, Ooh, you know. I, I uh, think about going you know, in for the hug, say it.
3: but I just give him like a real firm like clasp on his thigh. <laughs> Hard one restrains himself from hugging you <laughs> with every muscle in his body. And I pat you on the head.
2: Actually, I, I would like to refine it. So I don't think Moonshine openly weeps. I think she's a bit more of a closed book. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think she's stoically, she does, you know what she does? She does one of those quiet head nods mm-hmm. that like you can, you can tell it really affects her, but she's just trying to nod through the feelings. Right.
3: Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. doing that as well. Christ mm-hmm. coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 Let's go
0: collect wood separately. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we uh, go collect wood yeah. separately.
0: <laughs> you guys collect uh, some more wood, uh, and you guys see. Uh, you guys come together. Bev Senior walks over to you guys, and he goes, "So, uh, we bought ourselves some time getting rid of these hounds here, but this was probably only the first round." With uh, Queen Syrilla. You Cirilla think there's here.
2: more hounds?
0: No, but the Chosen are going to come after us. They want Queen Cyrilla. Those guys are yeah. puppies. Okay.
2: Oh, Let's... speaking of which, it might be time for the champion of the prick to uh, retrieve the booty. That's
1: probably a good idea.
2: Mm. That's a disgusting sentence <laughs> that just came out of my <laughs> gap tooth mouth. It
0: sounded so right, though,
1: which yeah.
2: is the weird
0: thing. I didn't question it. <laughs> Moonshine, you see the bush? Um, extends roots as if they're hands and hold out uh, Queen Cirilla to
2: you. Um, I retrieve Cirilla. I look back and I'm kind of like, "Guys, this is all fucking full shit." I'm just trying to fucking play along, keep keep some good ties. And then I turn to the bush and I say, "Oh, righteous prick! How how did your champion fare?
0: You fought well. Now go spread the religion of the bush." <laughs> never forget what you saw here today
2: i shall spread the bush
0: (laughs) spread the bush far and wide
2: the bush shall be spread the bush is good
0: moonshine
1: i got an idea yeah could you combine your spores with the thorns and make some sort of like thorny mushroom hybrid
2: oh great bush
1: (laughs)
0: yes my
2: might i impart upon you just a little bit of myself in the form of spores Absolutely. I cover it with spores. <laughs> Spray the bush. I'm like, a, it's like a fire extinguisher of spores. Hmm. It shouldn't be wet.
0: <laughs> uh, you see right away, uh, little
3: mushrooms begin to
0: pop up.
2: That is far more palatable. Mm. Great. We've done what we need to do here.
3: All right. I sling the queen over my shoulder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, Bev Sr. goes, so. Uh, We could go to, we probably should go to Princess Jovier in uh, the Autumn Court.
1: Absolutely.
2: yeah. Even from, like, just sort of a traveler's perspective, I'm very curious to see the Autumn Court. Yeah, I
1: kind of want to check them all off my list.
0: We kind of have no friends anymore, because a lot of this is kind of gone. Summer Court's kaput. Winter Court actively trying to kill us. So, uh, Autumn Court, here's hoping. I actually... uh, uh escorted Queen Cyrilla there one time for a meeting with her sister. Mm-hmm. They're, I think, deep down, Princess Jovier uh, cares for her sister, but um they're not exactly perfect allies, if that makes sense. Got okay. it. Yeah. yeah. Slot relationship. Uh, you
2: know anything? It might be good to get a little primer. Princess Jovier, are we talking someone that's like, she have anything she likes that if it's like, oh, she really likes... High a lie, and we can go in there and be like, I also love that sport right. from, I believe, she, uh,
0: uh, Queen Cyrilla's more sort of prim and proper, and her sister's, uh, weirdly for not being the summer court, is a bit more fiery. Looks like you're up, bud.
3: Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Glad I'm not dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, The Autumn Court is one of the uh, quote-unquote lesser courts, not one of the main courts like winter or summer. It's my kind of court. They don't have a proper army. So instead, to protect the city, there's like uh, some challenges, like a little maze type thing. I was able to bypass it when I came last time uh, because I was with the queen, but this time uh, I think we're just kind of going in
3: blind. All right. Sounds we're, good. We're amazing at puzzles. Let's yeah, do it. Good.
2: We're amazing at mazes.
1: <laughs> we're shit at riddles though.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: Belph. Oh, sorry. Potty mouth. I'm All so, right. Oh my gosh. You know sorry. I've been out of line. You're right. You know what <laughs> Do you want to pop me? No, I'm, I don't pop you. I never popped you tonight. Jesus, I'm and He sorry. just
0: looks like
2: what? I didn't, him, I, didn't as as master, I didn't, I didn't pop him. As a scoutmaster, I believe I have a legal I, I obligation to intervene. I don't know where he learned this. I, I didn't pop them.
0: my son. Um, um,
1: I turned and I kind of do a wink at you guys.
0: <laughs> I didn't pop him. You see, yeah. Uh, Bev's dad gets like all like red faced Let's just go. Let's go. Let's right. get
3: going. Let's do it.
1: Come on,
0: pop. We got to keep it light. Uh, he summons uh, Steed. Oh yeah, I'll do
3: that. Sweet. I uh, look longingly at moonshine. <laughs> oh wait, no, I can't do that. I don't we no are
2: spells. we are going to uh, we are going to rest soon, right?
0: Daddy. Oh, you, do you guys want to rest now? Oh, can we rest? I mean, you if guys can do, certainly.
2: Well, I have. Uh, I might as well get us there by turning into an elk. Yeah, a pregnant elk. Yeah. Um, do you but... guys want
0: to just like travel for like half a day, just do some hiking, and then take a little break and yes. camp? yeah you guys yeah. can absolutely do that
2: alright then I turn into a third trimester pregnant elk <laughs> it's I years. am
3: <laughs> leaping in the air as you start changing <laughs> uh, so I'll say uh, Bev and Hard
0: One ride on um, pregnant elk moonshine or uh, rather probably Balnor and Hard One ride on moonshine and Bev and his dad ride on this uh, majestic elk that um, I, Bev's dad calls I
2: inquire if uh, if it's like if we should be concerned about being tracked because I'm dribbling a little bit of milk <laughs> Yeah,
0: you should be concerned about it just because uh, it's a little. Are you pregnant in, in, as yourself?
2: No, just as an no. Right. I yeah. see the head. I don't totally.
0: <laughs> you see, in all of Bev Senior's time as like a green knight, knowing all of these things about animals and everything, he's like, that's not how it should work. But and yet here you are. So I guess I haven't seen everything. Um. But uh, you guys aren't too concerned about being tracked right now. You know the hounds were like the really good trackers. Mm. You guys kind of get the sense that now that the hounds are dead, the force that's coming after you is probably like a more slow-moving army. Mm. Like Theala's hand is kind of uh, less sneaky and more of just like a fist to the face. Okay. Mm. Gotcha. So next time you run into those guys, will probably be like Barrett Brisbane with an army. <laughs> I see. Great he's on our list
1: he's
3: not gonna
0: beat me and this elk (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so you guys travel for uh, the better part of a day Um, beautiful autumn leaves these tall trees and it's it stays sunset the whole time because you guys are in the autumn territory Uh, you guys go for a bunch of miles and then you can set up camp for the day if you guys would like to take a rest yeah absolutely I would love to you guys find a nice little spot near a stream a cool. Little babbling brook. Yeah.
2: Ooh, Ooh this I, is scenic.
0: I dip my toesies. Ooh, it's it feels just right. Oh, like you yeah. Can, you
3: I can will. Swim in I bed. will cleanse my my newly alive body. And feel <laughs> invigorated with this water. Yeah. Hard one. You now have where um, you were killed.
0: Um, you have this deep scar across your chest. Fuck yeah.
2: I give a water birth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my God. <laughs> <gasps> what happens to the baby?
2: It's a good thing. It's, it's a
0: big chunky nannerfly. It not <laughs> She must have Wait, swallowed the it.
2: The elk. Yeah, gives birth to a nannerfly.
0: None of this makes sense. You're you can't give birth. You're not.
2: Ooh, I wild shaped back. I'm so confused. <laughs> Is it um, still there when you wild
3: shape back? Moonshine. It's uh, it's beautiful. <laughs> what are oh. you gonna call it? I hand it to Beverly. Drown it in the river. (laughs) Never speak of this.
1: I come back an hour later with a steak. It's like dinner time.
2: (laughs) It's protein rich.
1: (laughs) Cool. I guess the cycle begins anew. Somehow you'll be one month pregnant next time you (laughs) fly
0: shape. Ideally. So you guys taking a little rest for the night? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Cool. You guys all go to bed? Let's Uh, make one big hammock
1: this time. That sounds (gasps) nice. That's so cute.
2: Can -hmm. we find like a really big leaf? A really big sturdy leaf? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah,
1: wait. With my last spell of the day, I'll cast plant growth. Oh,
0: (laughs) nice. Yeah,
2: you make some
0: beautiful leaf beds. I'll say you guys can have, like, bunk beds in a tree, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Why have
2: bunk beds when we can all sleep in one?
0: There you go.
3: One big leaf. One
0: big leaf.
2: One big leaf. One big leaf.
0: leaf. Uh, You guys all go to sleep. Get in your six to eight hours uh, and wake up the next day feeling refreshed. Hard one. During the night, go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Or I guess it's it's not technically night, but while you're sleeping, right. give me a wisdom
3: saving throw. Fifteen.
0: You don't dream. I would say hard one generally is probably a guy who um, probably thinks a lot about the past and everything. Has both like good and bad dreams, and you wake up the next day feeling a bit strange but with a like passing your wisdom saving throw is that you just don't dream
3: cool hmm.
0: i feel empty today <laughs> i
1: i
2: feel yep i'm making dinner i mean breakfast we're having Ooh, dinner for breakfast crick y'all. Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: quick dinner right. or yep. as it's called breakfast i'll just have a quick sip of the flask
2: <laughs> 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 what
3: is this in here? <laughs> it's water. Elven it's, wine. It's, why did you get rid of the Crick water?
2: <laughs> well, I agree it was a hasty decision and this I am foul. concerned. I think I'm going to have to like order some sort of delivery service to get like a bunch of, of Crick water because the wine, it seemed like it was right in the moment, yeah. but I regret it and I miss the Crick water. Let me see
3: if I have Drizzly on my on my speaking screen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I tried to distract Hard One with some morning uh, squats. We have to squat the sun. I'm instantly distracted.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys do a little workout. You guys yeah. get your squats in in the morning. Good. Got to get, get your squat, squats in. Squats.
1: I'll do stretch. while
2: they're squatting. Uh, I t- I look over my shoulder at my own derriere and I'm like, "You're looking good. You don't need any help." And then I uh, I spend a little time with a uh, Olfgar goes punch. Ooh. Oh, nice.
0: Go yeah. ahead and make an intelligence check. Uh, with advantage, because you you've already read this book. <laughs> you're doing that little kid thing where like uh, you've read it and you're so you're like kind of memorizing the words.
2: <laughs> Shout out to the two group, but I'm going with a fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. Yeah.
0: Moonshine. You successfully read the book and you're able to get like some of the like the subtle themes behind it. Like wow, it's it's really like about working hard.
2: So many layers that you yeah. just keep peeling back.
0: Is she ready for one of my scrolls? Uh, she could probably read a graphic scroll maybe. Ooh. I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna try I'm gonna with my finger begin to explore a uh, graphic scroll. Alright. Right. Just like unfold it a little bit. <laughs> I'm gonna say
0: no advantage, <laughs> just intelligence check.
2: Thirteen.
0: Thirteen. You start to be able to read it. Um it is uh issue one, so it's about Ulfgar, Theala and Alanis meeting at a tavern. But you get a little distracted by the pictures, and it's tough to kind of completely follow the story. But okay. uh, you're able to like uh, get a little. You know that Ofgar's uh, from Iron Deep, and he's like leaving I the town to make it off on his own.
2: Deep, I yearn deep. Notice yeah.
0: the the artistry on those brushstrokes, though, and the hatching that the artist employs.
2: I yearn <laughs> deep.
0: Uh, Bev Senior uh, goes over to you guys. So uh, you guys want to get going to the autumn court? I swing the queen over my shoulder. We could make like a palanquin or something for her. You don't have to just toss her. I'm good.
2: Okay. <laughs> so just
0: keep an eye on her. She's kind of what's uh, keeping the Faye wild, not in complete chaos. Yeah, uh, kind of like white... the bad guys get a hold of her, we're uh, we're doomed. She's mm. she's drooling a little bit up
1: there. Oh, <laughs> I uh, wipe it with my beard. <laughs> Hey, Dad, I'm, I'm sorry I said you popped me. That was a bad joke.
0: I oh, Yeah, it's all right. You know, uh, goofs are... Uh, I'm getting used to goofs now that I'm in the Feywild.
1: There you go. Maybe we, can, maybe
0: we can teach you one or two. Ah, you know. He just nods and looks off, like, to change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, goofs.
1: I think about getting to pull my finger, and then I'm like, not yet. Not there yet.
0: Uh, so you guys get on your mounts. And uh, you begin traveling, keeping the sunset to your right so that you can head uh, due south. Um, And you see that the trees uh, begin to come together to form a path. The forest slowly transitions from being this natural area with trees kind of growing every which way like a normal forest. uh, And then there becomes a clear path between the trees. Mm. Uh, You're now on this tree-lined path. You see that the branches and the leaves begin to get so thick that you can't see through them. You're on this kind of unnatural
3: path. Oh, we're getting mazed. Yeah. We're so getting now mazed.
0: it's like you're in a it's like you're in a hedge maze, but with like full, very tall trees. I'm getting out the crumbs. Mm. Um so you guys walk straight along this path until suddenly roots from the trees in front of you begin spreading out, leaves begin rapidly growing, and a wall of trees and thick brush blocks the path ahead of you. At the same time, some of the trees to the left have withered and disappeared into the ground. The path is now leading you left. Only left? Only left. Hmm. You can either go backwards or continue kind of the way it is laid out for you. Can I,
3: can I see if I can climb the trees to peer over them?
0: Sure, go ahead and make an athletics check.
3: Uh, all right, guys, let me know if I start getting tiny. <laughs>
0: Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, you very unimpressively begin climbing this tree. Um, you shouldn't have done it with the queen on my back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you have uh, you start going up with her. You eventually have to hand her over to Balnor. Uh, you start climbing one of these trees. As you climb, you guys watch from the outside, and you see it too, hard one. You see the trees um, around you guys begin to shoot up and grow with hard one as to,
3: like, block his vision. Oh, great. So that's not going to happen.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think so this is the
0: trick. I think these are the uh, the challenges. Tricky kinda... trees.
2: I guess I'm wondering if this is more, if this is something that we need to overcome, if specifically, or if this is just to obscure the autumn court from being seen by outsiders.
3: Mm. That's an interesting yeah. notion.
2: Because I, I do have, I have two plant-related spells stocked because I knew we were coming here. Um, uh, once again, Doc, speak with plants. Should um, we, um, just take a hint and go left,
0: or do you want
1: to ask I think the we, yeah,
2: nah, let, let's wait till we're really in a bind to talk to the plants.
3: Sweet. Left it is.
0: Sweet. Cool. So you guys, mm-hmm. um, walk straight up to where the path, um, is blocked, uh, and you follow it left. Uh, and as you round the corner, uh, you see that there is a large evergreen tree, in the distance, uh, it's about 150 feet away. A straight shot down this natural hallway. Ooh. Is it like in a clearing? It's like it, you're in basically like uh, I keep calling it a hedge maze, but they're like trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's So it's like this straight path forward. You see an evergreen tree like down this natural hallway. I mean, 150 feet.
2: That just sounds beautiful. I'm going to go up to it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cool. So as you guys start to walk, Um, Moonshine, suddenly as your foot touches the leaves on the ground in front of you, they give way. I'll say that like Balnor or like Bev Senior like kind of grab you Mm. and pull you back. Um, You see that all of the red, orange, brown, yellow leaves on the ground that were like lining the ground fall, almost like a pit trap. And there is now this long 150 foot pit uh between you and this evergreen tree in the distance and um in the pit you can see that there are thick roots like far below um
1: are all the trees around us non-evergreens correct okay they're like a sycamore or something correct okay hmm i Big wonder old pit <laughs> should we throw stuff in
0: the pit
2: let's dim, i'm going to flick a bean across
0: you flick a bean across
1: yeah, uh
2: where Any one of them just lentils. like in-
0: into the pit you got it yeah Just to
2: see if it like bursts into flames. Or if it's like
0: a glass top. Yeah. You flick a bean, you flick the bean um, (laughs) over this pit and you see like a tentacle monster, the roots from this tree uh, from the bottom of the pit shoot up and smack the bean away.
3: Now that's how you flick a bean.
2: That's how you flick bean. Ah, So
3: it seems like maybe if we climbed along the side, we might get our beans flicked. Yeah, we
2: might get our beans flicked. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Yo, we might. Mu-
3: Bev Senior has
0: no idea that you're making a joke. Yeah, with the bean got flicked, and we might get flicked too. <laughs> yeah, no, you're dang no, right. We're, we're What's so funny? Up. What's funny?
2: Does anyone wonder if I should just try to blight this root? Uh, a fourth level blight. I mean, it's on gonna this?
1: try and blight us, so you might like, as well. Should we just
2: try to attack this bitch?
1: It seems can like... Can we just light a match and toss it in there?
2: <laughs> we light a match and toss it in.
1: <laughs> you light a it's, match... A, can we
2: say that it's from uh, the Blue Mana Inn? We have like a matchbook from the Blue <laughs> so Mana Inn.
0: Who does that? Oh, boy.
2: Papa. I'll,
1: I'll do it. I just, said I would. going to do it. Does it. Just oh, kidding. I, I said I was going to do, do it first. It. Okay.
0: Um, you throw the match in. You look deep down below, and you see the root react to it. like It like almost like winces. There's like a... Um, a reaction. It it um Be nice moves back. Um it comes up and it whips at you.
2: Can I prepare a rea- and it, oh okay. It
0: hits. Okay. For sixteen damage.
2: Okay. And fuck it. I'm mad now. Uh I'm not thinking strategically. I'm doing a fourth level blight on this.
0: Okay. Do it. Or is
1: it... if is that this it? is
2: a plant creature, it okay. makes the saving throw with disadvantage.
0: Okay. Uh what it what kind of saving throw is it making?
2: Constitution saving throw.
0: Okay. It got a twelve.
2: It does not pass.
0: You see, as you cast Blight on it, um, Bev Senior's just looking at it like, oh, maybe there's some kind of trick to it. Up, oh, we're fighting
2: it. <laughs> 31. 31
0: damage. Um, as you cast Blight on this tree, um, you see it, it recoils a little bit. You see some of the um, roots start to bend back a
3: bit. Should I follow up?
2: I don't know, guys. That was kind of like uh, I was... I don't know that.
3: Yeah, I don't I w- know if we need to kill the roots. I think we proved our point by it. We fucked with it. It yeah. fucked with us. We we said enough fuckery. We puffed
1: our chest bigger.
3: Yeah, it, the dick measuring contest is over. Okay. Our penises are slightly larger, two inches. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Should we try and cross now? How do we feel about that? This is. It, there, it, there's a puzzle here.
1: Um, I want to. Yeah, I want to try and cast um, Nature's Wrath and make a green pathway. Mm. Okay. I can only make it like 10 feet long, though, is the problem. I'll add my
2: thorn whip to it.
1: Yeah. Sweet. Maybe we could like... We we could, like, ride it across somehow. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Go ahead and make, and I'll I'll say that's not exactly how Nature's Wrath works, so why Mm. don't you go ahead and make, like, an Arcana check. We'll see how well it works. And uh, roll with advantage because um, Moonshine's helping you by doing, like, a Thorn Whip. Um, Arcana? Mm-hmm.
2: it would be interesting if we made like sort of like a canoe out of the nature like a canoe platform out of the nature's wrath and then we oh, could yeah. pull ourselves along the side with my thorn whip because we can pull 10 feet so we just keep pulling it
1: it is true that like the leaves were suspended on top so hopefully we would be suspended as well I got a 12
0: though a 12 okay mm-hmm. you do see that um when you do the nature's wrath almost like there is... An invisible floor, um, some vines and green grass appear, like, maybe five feet out from where you guys stood. Okay. Um, uh, wanna- uh, and you see the vines underneath are trying to get up and whip at you, and in that exact area, they can't get they up. They
2: can't. So... Okay, maybe we do try to stand on that platform and just keep whipping to pull ourselves across. Can
1: I grab at the uh, platform with my mage hand and see if I can pull it and manubre- manipulate it in any way?
2: If we're on it, you're not going to be able to manipulate it because it's maximum ten pounds.
1: No, I just want to see if like it's movable or if it's like ah, fixed yeah, in position. Sure.
0: Um, yeah, I'll say you use your mage hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are able to, like, move a vine, you see that as you move it, um, it becomes, like, less stable, but it all stays on this invisible platform. It would appear that greenery
3: stays. Okay. Oh, so we just need to find some green shit.
2: Yeah,
1: but the green stuff's all the way over there. Can
2: you minor illusion illusion my hand to be green?
1: Should we minor illusion, like, a rock or something that isn't,
3: or, your flesh and blood or
2: no, we could green. minor
3: illusion the 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 red leaves to be green couldn't we
1: yes we could <laughs> let's try that first cool
0: <laughs> um so you um minor illusion um and you turn a few of these um, red and yellow leaves like from one of the trees on the side that's like making up the maze mm-hmm. um and as you go to put them through they still fall down they hmm. fall down to the vines below all right okay so it's
2: sense- it, senses- it is. We, uh, <laughs> turn our girl green I, I think it senses the inauthenticity of the green hmm. all right Um. we got any like palm fronds around here that we could sort of surf across
3: I That's shake cool. the queen really lightly
1: <laughs> she stays asleep should I just um, all right. I think we'll be able to sleep again should I just burn a plant growth and just light this bad boy up with a whole pathway for us yes okay um, I crack my nooks, um yeah. and I ask Pelor to do me a freaking solid. Uh, and I try to create like a green carpet, sweet, using plant growth.
3: Oh, I uh, cannot wait to strut down this thing.
2: Oh, <laughs> Malora, I hope it's safe because Papa wants to get in on it.
3: Uh, so you've already got this sure looking good. You've
0: already got this uh, nature's wrath up there. Uh, I'll say, uh, Beverly glows with this white light as he connects with Pelor. You see. Flowers begin to spring up in this vine path that you've already made, um, and then a green grass springs out from it um, and makes a grass path all the way to this evergreen tree.
3: All right, I will.
2: Uh, yeah, I was gonna. Okay, you can. Touch go. my
3: toe on it.
0: Touch your toe on it. Feels like solid ground. Let's I'll, stroll. Let's strut.
3: Yeah. I uh, I'm gonna.
2: I have an action ready to like save Hardwan if he like mm. steps on it. And okay. It,
3: I strut this catwalk. <laughs> shoulders back, head held high, hips shaking side to side towards Dang, the tree.
0: Hard one makeup performance check with advantage.
3: <laughs> First one was a Nat one. Oh,
2: Yo! No. Advantage, <laughs> advantage!
3: Advantage! I'm just gonna see what my performance is. It's probably just your charisma. I doubt you're proficient. Eleven.
0: Eleven? <laughs> hmm. You start to strut with confidence, and then you get like a little shiver, remembering Shadowfell.
2: Uh, oh and- no! <laughs>
3: this is fun. Oh, I hear my mother's voice.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you
3: just whimper a little bit, and everyone's like, "What? Oh, what is he doing?" He's thinking about death again. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good.
2: I'm uh, going through. I'm going through uh, Pawpaw's figure skating costumes, deciding which one to send him out on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I um I put on like a fleece pullover, like a boy in a Lands' End catalog. So nice. I just do like some modeling in that way.
0: Um, Beverly works the catwalk.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about Papa. I'm like his handler. Like Papa, I found a really good uh, figure skating costume from when he did the Nutcracker.
3: You got a clipboard and a contact.
2: <laughs> and he I'm has like,
0: you. Yeah. He has you holding a hula hoop so he can jump through it. Yeah,
2: exactly. like a show dog,
0: <laughs> and you have to give him little treats as you go. <laughs> Uh, you give Papa little treats as he jumps through the hoops to get all the way across. Um, and Balnor, and um, uh, Bev's dad, everybody makes it across, and you guys are under this um, big evergreen tree.
2: Beautiful. Mm. I love it. I start carving into it. Don't. As Moonshine you go to carve into and it, one and Beverly.
0: Moonshine suddenly it withers and dies.
2: What? I'm so sorry. I fall to my knees. I'm so sorry. You see, that was That's why I said don't. <laughs>
0: you see all the leaves from it fall. And you guys see the thick trees around it that were creating this maze. You see them also start withering. Oh, okay. Then begin retracting into the earth. They're like disappearing. Uh, they turn from healthy trees to dead trees, then devolve into roots until they're completely drawn back. A thick fog... Sets in. Uh, you can't even see your hand in front of you. This is very Halloweeny. Oh, man.
3: Ooh. I knew you shouldn't what have if... learned how to read.
0: Finally, the fog clears um, enough so that it's just a low fog uh, hanging near the ground. Uh, and you see that it is now nighttime. It's not sunset. It's dark out. You see the now stars in the sky.
2: Like one of those, like, English misty moors.
0: Um, and you guys yeah, have... Rolling. Um, this, uh, low fog, it's nighttime, uh, there's this big dead tree still there, um, but the other trees have pulled back to create a clearing. You are now in a small graveyard with this tree in the center, and you see near you are four graves with, uh, big gray headstones poking out of the ground. There is a long torch planted in the ground next to them. The moonlight is dim, so the brightness of the torch uh, draws your eyes to it, until you see in the distance, the trees part, the leaves naturally pull back and make way for a headless horseman. Oh great, more death. He wears black <laughs> plate and rides a black stallion who you can who you can see is undead. Uh, some of its skin is peeling away and revealing its skeleton. I
2: turned it into a dolphin.
0: The rider wields a huge flaming great sword in one hand and holds the reins with the others then begins charging towards you. What's the what's the pumpkin head situation? No pumpkin head, everybody roll initiative. Oh, dibs on the horse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> 19. Seven. Seven.
0: 16. That is the horseman's turn. You guys see the horseman rides forward with his big flaming sword and is going to try to take... Uh, guys, go ahead and roll. Uh, we'll see who rolls the lowest, and that's whose head he'll try to take off. Four. Four. <laughs> Shout out to the two crew. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is going to c- come out and take a swing at Bev uh, with his big greatsword. You see, this dude is fucking enormous. He, normally, a greatsword is a two-handed weapon. He's got it in one hand, um, and he's going to take a swing at Bev. That is actually a miss. Shout out to the two crew. Um, but he makes a second attack, and he super hits. And I'm just decapitated. Uh, you're dead. Yeah. No. Um
3: how does it feel?
0: <laughs> I go hang out with one's mom. <laughs> 19 damage. Okay. Uh, takes a second attack, or third attack rather, and hits for another 16 damage. Wow. That is Moonshine's turn.
2: All right, y'all, going through fourth level spells. I would like to cast Confusion Okay. on his horse. Cool. Actually, each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere centered on a point must make a wisdom saving throw. So him and his horse.
0: Okay. He fails, but he is going to use his legendary resistance and pass instead.
2: Oh, so I just fucking wasted a fourth-level spell.
0: Okay. So at the end of Moonshine's turn, um, it is going to take a legendary action. Uh, Crits on an attack against Bev. hmm
1: I guess I am brightly adorned, probably standing out in
3: this dire.
0: Thirty-three wood. damage. Okay. That is hard. One's turn.
3: Uh, I'm gonna go and inspect the gravestones.
0: Sweet. Uh, oh. Hard one. You run over to the graves. Um, and uh, go ahead and make a perception check. I'll see how much you can read in, like, the couple seconds that uh, <laughs> you can't of your read turn. Anything. <gasps> you can't read shit, dude. Oh. You run over there.
3: Wait, I should have just not done that. <laughs> no, that's not true. You were able
0: to read a oh, oh, little wait, bit. Yeah. Wait, I did, go ahead I'm... and make
2: an
3: intelligence check.
2: <sighs> yeah, I read Ulfgar goes Punch to you. I'm
0: so proud of y'all. Yeah, I'll say Moonshine can definitely read headstones. Hard one, could maybe read a headstone. Beverly wants to do a charcoal rubbing on it.
3: I did get a 21. A 21.
0: Ooh. Hard one, I'll say that um, you straight up are able to read these headstones, Um, but I'll say in just a, you read the first two. Okay. You read these two headstones. The one headstone reads Jackson Crow. That's the dude's name that's buried here. It says 700 to 774, like those are the years. The one next to it says Elizabeth Crow, 702 to 785. There are two more gravestones, but you're really quick reading this. You have to concentrate because you don't totally know how to read. Um, That is Bev's turn. Oh, can I use
3: my action surge now? Mm. Would you like
0: to use your action surge to look at the other gravestones? I'm going to use my (laughs) action
3: surge to read.
0: Okay, great. Um, You see another one that says Jonathan Crow, 725 to 750,
3: and then a the
0: last... A father
2: should never bury his son.
0: And the last one says Priscilla Crow, 730 to 738.
3: You lost your children. Uh, I've been shouting all of this to to the, the other guys.
0: Uh, unmoving, just trying to really? take
3: Beverly's head off. Cool.
0: Don't tell uh-huh. anyone
3: I knew how to read.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is the end of Hard One's turn. Uh, this thing is gonna take another legendary action, take a swing at Bev. Uh, actually, Mrs. Bev. Whew. Uh, that is Bev's turn.
1: Okay. Um. Hmm. I'm in a dire way as far as health is concerned. Um. I'm gonna go ahead and look at my amulet. Okay. Great. Uh, that, that's a bonus action, right? Yep. Hmm. Uh, so you okay. can settle those hit points after. Great. So we got four gravestones. We have one rampaging beast. Uh, is there anything else in the vicinity?
0: Nope. You guys are just in a clearing in this
3: like little spooky
0: graveyard. Okay.
3: Um.
1: All I know is that the, the mom was the longest lived.
3: <laughs> yep, the mom lived the longest. Mm-hmm. They lost the children. I shout at the the headless horseman,
1: do you have any paper I can borrow? <laughs> uh, swinging at your head. Ah! <laughs> um, should I try to talk? I don't know if I have time to think about math. <laughs> like, Go sh- ahead
0: and uh, make an insight check, Beth. Okay, great, great. Oh, okay. Uh, what's my insight? Uh, 19. Okay, this dude is not even just attacking you blindly. He wants your head. Like, you see him, he is swinging for the fucking fences.
1: Okay, um... I'm gonna... This is a weird, risky maneuver. Actually, I'm gonna I'm, check with you I might
2: have the same exact one <laughs> that you have.
1: I was thinking about uh, minor illusioning a head. What okay were you thinking I had about a different
2: doing? thing okay okay let's see how yours goes
1: see how it plays okay see how it plays in the room um I minor illusion ahead but it's facing the other way like I'm holding it so they can just that you can just see the back of the head mm. and I make it look like a little girl's uh, hair oh okay so I had to guess obviously on the the front stuff sure but I feel like if I get the back maybe it's like a watermelon with a wig
0: go ahead and make a deception check okay 19 19. Okay, I will say that this does not sate this creature's bloodlust for a head, but he does grab at it. Mm. And in that moment, if you'd like to take a disengage, he is essentially like wasted a legendary action trying to take this head from you. Uh, Disengage or can I attack? You can attack too. I'll attack. Okay, go for it.
1: Uh, does a 27 hit. Sure does. Cool. Um, I'm going to smite this buddy. Cool. Because they do seem like they are comprised of fell energies. Uh, that's 30 damage on my first attack. Sweet. He looks fine. <laughs> uh, I'm going to reroll that one. That's uh, another 27 to hit. Sweet. I'm just going to do a normal attack this time. I don't know what's coming next. I want to save some slots. Um, that's going to be fifteen more damage.
0: Fifteen more damage. You see, you're slashing into this thing, and even with like the radiant damage, everything you're just—it feels like you're just hitting a machine. Like you're just mm. like you're just like punching a metal wall with your fist. Okay. Um, that is plan. Bev Senior's turn. I'm going to say Bev Senior is going to dive forward and tackle Beverly so that he's not um, going to get his head chopped off. That's um, good. Um, Balnor then stands. Uh, he's going to prepare a reaction, stands in front of um, Bev and his dad. Um, that is the horseman's turn. So he goes forward with uh, with trampling hooves. Fucking crits. Dear me. Balnor! You guys see Balnor bravely tries to stand in front of the other halflings. Don't worry. I'll buy you time. Balnor! Uh, instantly gets hit for uh 24 damage. He gets knocked prone. Okay. Um, and then this horseman goes forward and continues trying to take Bev's head off um, misses on his swing though um, actually gets two more takes another swing misses on another one takes his third swing hits on that one 15 damage on Bev you're down no 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 no,
2: no. no, no, no. To oh Balador. to me
0: to you. To Bev, Balnor got knocked down by the 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 horse trampled through. He just smells blood. Um, That is Moonshine's turn.
2: Okay, hard one. I am so so sorry, but I'm just trying to save Bev, and I grab Glad's head from his
3: (laughs) wait, my prized possession (laughs)
2: from his uh, belt, and I give it to the horseman.
3: That's Uh, the only thing that matters to me. Go ahead. present
2: it to the horseman. Go
0: ahead and make a persuasion check. 13. I'll say that you present this head to him. And um, once again, this will eliminate some of his legendary actions. But this ain't what he's looking for. Hmm. But he... Um, is happy to have collected a head. He takes Galad's head and he um, begins the process of like it tying. It didn't save us. It, t- it, t- oh, it does. It saves what a you from
2: waste of a good head. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It saves one. you. It saves
0: you from potentially from potentially getting killed. It buys you some time. Um, you see that um, he's attacking fucking lightning fast. He's got three legendary actions per round. He's attacking three times per round. He basically can't get hurt. He takes a beat to tie Glad's like hair. To, um his saddle. Um that is Okay,
2: well, I can still use a bonus action. Um and I'm going to bonus action healing word bev. Oh, that'd be great. Third level. Uh it's only D4 though, so.
1: Give me the healies. I want to I want to ride on my healies.
2: It's only for 11.
0: Okay. Hard one that is your turn. Hard one you are over by these graves. Mm-hmm. Um to be clear again, it's Jackson Crow um, who looks like lived to be 74 years old. Uh, Elizabeth crow, who lived to be 83, uh, Jonathan crow, who lived to be 25 and Priscilla crow, who, uh, died
3: when she was eight. Can I plunge my hand into the earth and see if I can, uh, rip out one of the, uh, which grave I I'll do the, I'll do daddy crow, daddy crow, big daddy crow.
0: Um, Hard one, go ahead and give me like an athletics check as you like scrape at the ground. I'll say you've got like picks and stuff, so you start digging at this grave. I'm a miner,
3: but I did only.
0: Oh, you know what? I'll use a luck point. Okay. 15. You um, use your pick, you very quickly um, begin to hit a casket. There's a casket there. Uh, That is Bev's turn. I'm
1: going to. Make it look like I have um, my head uh, on my belly and I'm gonna put a fake head on top like little kids do for Halloween costumes.
0: Okay, so and, you get, uh, do you have a minor illusion?
1: Uh, yeah, I can do it as many times. It's an action, but I can do it as many times as I want. Okay. Um, and I'm going to be like, come and get it. And uh, then I'm gonna lead him. Don't
2: provoke him, you might get killed. I'm gonna
1: lead him away from hard one. Okay, I'm, I'm already away from him though. Yeah. I'm gonna keep him distracted. Okay, um, oh, go ahead and make I'm a persuasion check. You, okay, Valve, what are you doing? What did I tell you about Goof? And remember what happened to your uncle Ronald? <laughs> We're way past Ronald now. Goofs will save us. <laughs> Believe you know it. that you can't be revivified and regrow limbs. Uh, I did not know that. Actually, that is new information. Um, that's going to be a, a performance
0: or persuasion. Uh, either one. Okay, with persuasion, it's a twenty-seven. Okay. He really wants to get your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I'm going to say uh, Bev Senior on his turn. He'll charge forward and just start taking some swings. He hits on the first attack. He does 17 damage. Uh, misses on the second attack. He's getting emotional. He's like a dang machine. Uh, that is Balnor's turn. Uh, Balnor is going to get up from prone. Um, and all the halflings are just, like, hanging on this dude. I'll say Balnor, you know what? He'll do an athletics check to try to just, like, grab his arm and, like, stop a legendary action or something. Um, he uh, gets pushed off by this horseman, uh, who is going to take one legendary action this turn. At the end of Balnor's turn, takes a swing at Bev and hits. You see him do 17 damage to Bev. Okay. Um, that is back around to the horseman's turn. Horseman takes three attacks on Bev. Oh. Um, hits for 14 damage, mm-hmm. second attack, misses, third attack, hits for 16 damage. I'm down. That is Moonshine's turn.
2: Okay. I guess I go over and I, I heal Bev. Okay. And then, uh, stand in front of his body. Okay. I'll heal Bev uh, for, I guess just, I'll just bring you back up cause you're not going to take anything. No. Um. So nine.
0: Nine. Okay. So Bev, sorry about that. Um. You no. <gasps> come back. Um. Out of unconsciousness. Uh. This horseman is swinging down, trying to hit you. Moonshine jumps in the way uh, as it takes a legendary action and hits Moonshine for sixteen damage. Sure. Um
3: then that is Oh hard. and
2: I I there's no point in sporsing him. We have to solve this riddle, yeah. right? That
0: is hard one's turn.
3: I'm gonna just keep on digging up this casket. Okay, I guess. you found boy. Go like, for Jackson th- instead. Yeah. Or oh. go
2: for the son instead. Jonathan Crow, maybe.
3: Which what yeah, which
0: one. you are digging up the um the fa the like seventy something year old father right now.
3: Okay. I guess I'll go for the boy.
0: Go ahead and make an athletics check as you like furiously dig into the ground. Thirty? Thirty. Or no, twenty eight. Twenty eight. Hard one, you start digging in um, with the, the pickaxe here. Um, the ground here is softer than um, the ground around the father. You start digging in deep and you get to this
3: casket quite quickly. I Can I punch my hand through and see if I can grab this <laughs> fucker's head? You
0: um, punch your hand through.
3: Um, go ahead
0: and make a perception check with disadvantage.
3: I have to use that too. Uh, four.
0: You don't feel anything. Oh. Uh, at the end of your turn, the uh, horseman takes a legendary action, swings at Moonshine, who's still protecting Bev, uh, does 14 damage. Cool. That is...
1: I
2: feel fine.
0: Bev's turn.
1: I
2: make sure that he knows it.
1: Okay. Um, do you need any healing? Can I touch nah, hands I'm you? i Okay. I'm going to...
2: I'm Mist- good. I say scramble away and go start digging up yeah, graves. Yeah, I was
1: going to misty step over to a grave. Yeah. How far was the casket? Should I misty step or can I just run? You can do either one.
0: You have yippy skippy boots. You can run 50 feet.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. and
2: I'm in the way, right? So the guy wouldn't get...
1: The guy,
0: yeah. yes. You you are protecting Beverly. Skip,
1: skip, kalu Kale I'm getting in there to save the day. Um, I'm going to just like launch in and also kind of mess up the top of this casket.
0: Okay, great. Um, go ahead and make... Um, I guess you can either make an attack like with your sword or you can... Um, uh, make an athletics check.
2: I'm kind of mad at this guy. We should hot potato with this head.
3: Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: uh, that's going to be a 21. 21. Uh, go ahead and do your damage. Great.
1: Okay. To the... Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be
0: 13 damage to the casket. Sweet. Okay, so you see, Hard One has already punched through this casket. Would um, you say
2: the casket is on Death's door?
0: The casket is on Death's door. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: Hard One has already damaged the integrity of it. You see, Hard One's hand is like um, bleeding. Um, but uh, Bev breaks through it, um, and you see, amongst the wood and the debris, is a skull, but no body. Well- uh, um, that is. Oh,
2: so this little headless horseman is the little son.
0: He's 25
2: oh, years old.
3: Mm. He's not, yeah, a kid. Little he's, son. He's a little boy.
2: <laughs> the compared baby boy. to, compared to child. the father, yeah. he's Com- little.
3: Comparatively, yeah. In <laughs> context, he's a little baby. I think it's got to be the
2: contextually mm-hmm. little.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, so
0: um, this dude takes uh, another legendary Bring action. Bring
2: on! Come on.
0: Uh, hits moonshine for 19.
2: Pathetic.
0: That is. Um, I
2: say that really t- loudly to him.
0: Uh, Bev Sr.'s turn. Um, Bev Sr. is just uh, in a flurry trying to like grab this dude and stop him. Um, isn't able to. Balnor tries to do the same thing. Uh, gets pushed off. That is back around to the Horseman's turn. Horseman takes three attacks. Misses on the first attack. Misses on the second attack. Ha-ha. Hits on the third attack against Moonshine. Hang on, no come on. For... 17
2: damage. Ain't nothing. That is yeah, a
0: moonshine right? moon star. Can I
2: kick his horse's knees?
0: You can go ahead and kick <laughs> a horse. Can yeah. I
2: kick the front two knees of the horse so that he then slides off Shit. Onto, uh, can, onto Rosaline?
0: You can try, yeah. Uh, you <laughs> should
2: have done
1: that
0: just begin with.
2: Yeah, I'm going to try and kick out the horse's knees, um, but hold out Rosaline so that if I kick them out that he slides onto Rosaline. Sweet. Go She's ahead and make. More we'll say
0: opposed athletics check.
2: Okay. What'd you get? Nineteen. I got a twelve. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, bitch. The horse kicks you back, just like kicks you in your face. Um, then he'll take a legendary action, swing at you. He misses. Not one. Okay. god. Uh, he does almost fall off. <laughs> <The horse. laughs> no thanks uh, to you. I hard
2: take one. credit for it. Hard one. <laughs> he just hard doesn't
3: one. Have a face. Hard one. That's your turn. Hey, I'll trade you skulls. Uh, and I, I raise the, I raise raise the skull over my head.
0: Uh, you raise the skull over your head. You see the horseman
3: turns to you. I start mouthing the skeleton. (laughs)
2: Hi! (laughs) I'm your head, and I miss you, buddy.
3: It
0: begins... Charging at you! Oh boy, okay. Sword out.
2: Are there any? Are there any like uh, pits of fire nearby? Because it'd be cool to like throw it into a pit of fire, and then maybe he follows it into the pit of fire. Um, Can I do a perception for pits of fire? Hold on, I,
1: I feel like I pity. I these got wars. a nat one. I okay. genuinely. I think hate. you. You could be onto something though. In some <laughs> war. Like killing the head of a headless horseman is what destroys
0: them. Yeah. Maybe we should give that a shot.
2: Oh, I meant like to lure him into the pit. You of guys decide oh, yeah. right
0: now. This guy's coming over to you. Are you destroying the head or are you waiting for him? Destroy I'm gonna, it.
3: I'm. Re- I think we wait. You're. You're next to me. You're on deck. If, if we need. To, we can't. Uh, we can't undestroy the head. Let's t-ball practice this yeah. baby. Hold that up for me. I'm gonna whack it. <laughs> so I think we should.
0: I think we it should is o- your turn, hard one. You make the decision. Okay. I'm gonna offer him the skull. Okay. Offer him the skull. He charges at you, Hard One. You see he's got the sword at the ready. He gets near you, and then he stops. And the horse kind of neighs, sniffs the head. He snatches it out of your hands. You're welcome. You see he places it atop his shoulders you see his armor dense in beams of light shoot out of him there is a bright flash as he and his horse begin to disintegrate
3: i quickly untie glad's head from his belt
0: <laughs> you quickly save glad's oh, head
2: good! i was stressing about that i was um, like oh what did i do
0: and then this guy plops over a complete skeleton
1: howdy nadpoles caldwell here i'm recording this ad literally hours before going to the airport on a trip to visit some family in new york And if you're wondering, no, I have not packed my bags yet. Packing stresses me the hell out because I have to do wardrobe math about how many shirts and pants and underwear to bring. And uh, let me tell you, folks, I always get it wrong and I always pack too much. That being said, there is one thing that always goes into my suitcase without a second thought, and that is my Raycon Everyday Earbuds. Raycon offers amazing audio quality at half the price of other premium audio brands. And Raycon's optimized gel tips are designed to fit comfortably in your ears and actually stay there. Which is good because it means I can go on a jog and not worry about them falling out and getting sucked into a sewer grate. Although I guess that's probably how the Ninja Turtles get their earbuds, so if some mutant creature living in the sewer happens to get them, I guess that wouldn't be too bad. But thanks to Raycon, it's not something I ever even need to concern myself with. So, if you're also going on a trip soon and are looking to bring along the perfect pair of earbuds, go to buyraycon.com slash pawpaw today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That is right, you're going to get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pawpaw. One more time, that's buyraycon.com slash pawpaw. All right, thanks for listening, and have a great trip. Bye-bye.
2: Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Well, I'm glad we did my plan. I
3: uh, kick his bones into his casket.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I steal one of his bones just to keep him unfinished. I steal like a stupid bone, like a shin bone or something. (laughs) Tibby, tibula. Yeah.
3: A wishbone.
0: He starts to come back to life as soon as you steal uh, something from him. Okay,
2: I put it back. You put it back.
0: Cool, we solved the puzzle and it was great.
2: Well, so what happens? Do we see like a clearing that we can walk
0: through? Yeah, so you guys- I am
2: very fucked up, so I guess I'll look at Bev's amulet. Please do.
3: Please enjoy. You kept on saying it was nothing.
2: I know. I (laughs) I heard you often
3: exclaim, bring it on, come on.
2: I know. I was putting on a fucking show for the Headless Horseman. I know. Honestly, I got down to 12 hit points.
3: Oh, I know what's up. (laughs) Um, You guys have
0: this this full skeleton now. You see the dads um, um, take the skeleton, put it back in its casket, close the casket, put the dirt back over it and bury it. Um, And then you guys see the fog clears. Uh, you see that the mist vacates. The color returns to the land. It is sunrise again. Uh, the trees return to their autumnal colors. The graves disappear, and the large dead tree uh, regrows its leaves. Though it's no longer evergreen, um, it's now it now looks like the other trees. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like um, red and orange and um, yellow and brown. That's pretty. Um, cool. You guys see the trees ahead that had previously uh, been creating a uh, wall around this graveyard. Uh,
3: Open up and invite you to pass through. Let's walk it.
0: Beautiful leaves, though, right? The foliage, just great.
2: leaf even.
3: It's really nice.
0: Uh, So as you guys continue to um, travel through the maze, uh, you begin to see smoke rising in the distance. And eventually you arrive at a little witch's hut. The natural corridor widens to make room for it. It almost looks like a cul-de-sac. There's a circle around it, uh, but there's a dead end. Uh, The hut appears to be made of stone, but it's got a thatched roof uh, and a little chimney blowing smoke up.
2: Is it propped up on chicken legs, chicken feet? Uh, No. Okay. Okay. Y'all is not the Baba Yaga. (laughs) You gotta check, Balnor. Come out! It's not the Baba Yaga. All right, uh,
0: comes out from the trees. He was like sucked in Harry Potter style. Oh, wow, I thought I was dead for a second. So not the Baba Yaga. Not made of candy.
3: Uh, should we? Let's sneak up to it. Just push it over. I'm sick Wait, of this.
2: I'm gonna. Should we knock the door? But I'm. I'm gonna chill, touch, and knock on the door. Okay.
1: Or knock from- on a window pane to make it all icy.
2: Well, I was thinking I would knock on the door. So, okay, let's all stealth. We're gonna yeah. hide. I'll do a pass without trace. Oh, great, okay, great. We I'll, all uh, hide, and I'll then light
3: a-, a flaming bag of dog shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna get a, uh, I'm gonna get a Jehovah's Witness pamphlet. Sweet, very good. Um, and then from 120 feet away, I'm gonna chill touch and knock on the door. Okay, we're
3: gonna ding dong cool. witch. <laughs>
0: uh, you're gonna, gonna ding dong witch. Uh, Moonshine, you do chill touch. You knock on the door. Um, you see this old hunchbacked, uh, hag, uh, with, um, a black robe opens the door. And you guys just start there. we <laughs> <Super> not there. <laughs> she just closes the door and goes back inside. Third one,
3: hurry up for that poop. <laughs> all right, all right, all hurry, right.
1: get it out. I've got the
3: bag right below your butt. Give me the matches. Give me the blue monitor matches.
2: This isn't
1: enough I poop. You have to poop hard. more.
2: A hard one is constipated. Here, eat this muffin. I haven't shit
3: since I died.
1: <laughs> we'll unpack that later. Right now, unpack your ass.
0: <laughs> um, when we did we see the witch's face or is it concealed by the robe? It was con- it was mostly concealed by the robe, but you see mm-hmm. she's got like a long nose. It's very fairy tale
1: Does witch.
2: That- Anyone wonder if maybe I would get along with her because I'm also kind of a witch.
1: I feel like I'm kind of the ideal candidate to be eaten by her, so uh, maybe we could use me as bait.
2: Yeah, get over here. I'm gonna use some of that rouge I put on hardwine <laughs> when he pretended to be the chosen.
1: Let's it's make you for
2: real Rubicon.
1: Operation Tasty Lad.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I'm also mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna take some like uh crawfish grease. You know how when you cook <laughs> a crawfish it leaves a bunch of grease and yeah. you save it to cook with later. Take a button and I'm gonna rub you rub you up. Can so I bark? Borrow- a pair of
1: your overalls,
2: absolutely. <laughs> okay. So, okay, you yeah. start I'm
1: greasing Beva.
3: Up. <laughs> you grease Beva. I guess I distract uh, Mr. Togold <laughs> while are, What
0: are <laughs> they doing over there? Trust
1: me, <laughs>
2: <laughs> goops are good. And then I just put an apple in his mouth and send him on his way. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: you're just going by yourself.
2: <laughs> oh well, I'm gonna stealth. I'm gonna stealth there.
1: Okay, oh that's a good idea. Cool. You I'm see. gonna go inside and say I'm
0: awful hungry. <laughs>
2: I think just knock on the door.
0: Okay, I knock on the door. Okay, um, you knock on the door. Um, you see this witch opens the door. Um, she's got like bony appendages. Um, she's got all this wrinkled skin. Uh, she's wearing this dark robe. And- I just
2: realized we're making a lot of assumptions about <laughs> witches right now. <laughs> she. This
0: yeah. is this is straight up very fairy tale. Yeah. Um, and she looks at you, Bev, and she goes, "Oh, are you trying to get to the Autumn Court?"
1: Actually, yes, ma'am. We're we're trying to find the way. Could you lead us there? Yeah. Well, let's
2: play a little game. Oh, a game! I love games.
1: She walks inside. All Can right.
2: I try and stealth inside? Sure.
1: I uh, want to do an inside check to see what the Werther's original situation is in her robe. Sure. Okay. Nat twenty. Here it comes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> only. A, I think it's only a ten. Nat ten.
1: You haven't
2: gotten a, a stupid 10. nat twenty in a while. Yeah. Um,
0: Bev, you. You enter and you are hit uh, with the smell of something sweet, but you can't tell if it's real or if it's some kind of uh, illusion. Uh, You see she's got a little fire going, shelves of various trinkets and potions, and in the middle of the room is a big cauldron with some kind of uh, boiling liquid inside. So the Autumn Court's in your house, huh? No, I said we were gonna play a game, wise-ass.
1: (laughs) You remind me of Nana Kindleaf. Yeah, why don't you tell
0: your friends to come out?
1: (laughs) What friends?
3: Hard One has just finished shitting in the bag. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you what? what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> oh, you mean my shy friend Moonshine. That's the only person I'm here with. All right. Well, then uh, I'll just play a game.
2: I'm a 12-year-old You girl. two are the
0: only one. <laughs> uh, so, Moonshine, you come out. <laughs> you two are the only ones playing. You're the only ones that need to go to the autumn court. Then let's play a game. Just us three.
2: Well... You know, we got some other companions can- who want to go to the Autumn Court, but I don't understand why a game between just a couple of us could grant us passage. Can you tell us more about the game?
0: Sure. Okay. Each of us will draw blood and put it in this cauldron. This no, hell this- no. Good hell
2: song? no, we are not playing this game. You All do right. not give a witch your blood.
3: Do you accept the challenge of the Autumn Court, or do you want to go home? Uh, I guess I'm going to walk... I'm gonna to walk to the door with Balnor and uh, Beverly. Bev's dad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Feel free to come point. in,
2: cause, whoo, this seems like.
3: And I'm. Oh,
2: more friends. Well, I'm
3: kneeling down to light the bag on fire when Balnor and <laughs> Beverly walk in. What are you doing? Fine, you fine. You get do- the
2: blue man in uh, <laughs> matches to light. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I think
3: fine, we'll, got wet in the bag. We'll do it. We'll do it your way. Oh, it smells like a cat turd.
2: So y'all want to do this? I y'all want kick this shit into the clearing? Blood.
3: Uh, we, uh, hey Bev, Bev the fourth. What do you yeah. What do you say about this? Which well, I don't like witchcraft one bit, but there are strange
0: challenges that lie in wait. We can try to get through another way. I pick at
3: this, the gaping scab on my chest,
2: <laughs> see
3: if my mortal wound will shed a little blood. Do you want to know what the game is? First? Yeah, tell us about the
1: game.
2: Okay, hear okay. the game. So. I just read this book, and they said I never give a witch your.
0: <laughs> and that's very smart. But as you can see in this maze, not everything is as it seems. Okay. Okay. Uh, great. Great. So, we'll all cut ourselves with this knife. You see, she pulls out a dagger. It's this crooked dagger. And we'll pour our blood into this cauldron. Then you will all drink from it, and I will possess one of you. You may all ask one question to try to figure out who is possessed.
2: Okay, now this sounds fun. This, this yeah. is like a game. I told game. you it was a game. I get out the elven wine and I pass it around. All right. Okay.
0: So after you ask your question, anyone may reach for the dagger and try to kill the witch. If you guess correctly, you'll kill me and the path to the autumn court will open. If you attack one of your allies, I get to keep the body that I possessed. Is it a deal?
2: This isn't fun anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is like the point of the sleepover when someone suggests everyone goes outside and tries to jump off the roof. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. What's the, we'll break our ankles. Is this, like, is this like your job? Is this like a hobby for you? What do you do on the weekdays? <laughs> Yeah, what do you
2: get out of this?
1: Just I get kids. a body. You've got a body.
2: I'm an old I'm an old I'm an old hag. Here's another thing I'm a little hung up on is you suddenly have our blood. you can scry on us at any time. How do I know that you're not an agent of one of my foes trying to get my blood so you can scry on me? The rules of the
0: Feywild, Wild if we were to enter a contract together, I'm bound to keep my word with you.
2: Okay, well, start drafting that up while we have a discussion. Mm-hmm.
3: And we ha- and you will not get anything past our lawyer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you see, she,
2: she writes up a contract.
0: It's very specific. It's that each of you will draw blood, put it in the cauldron, then. Um, and
2: it's only for the duration
0: of this. Encounter. You may only. <laughs> Papa's over her shoulder. <laughs> you may Redline only. That shit, Papa. <laughs> you can only use the blood. For this specific instance, you may not scry which, in the future.
2: After which the blood must rier, be destroyed. Rier, mm-hmm. rier, 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 the rights rier, of the rier. blood
0: revert back to us. Rear, <laughs> rear. Papa really gets into the contract with her. And yeah, so Once that's- Once
2: Papa is satisfied with the contract, so am I. Papa, <laughs> Papa looks
0: at the contract. Rear. Uh, And shows it to you guys. the The rules are that, um, and you guys know this of the Feywild, that if you um, somebody could like lie to you or trick you, Mm -hmm. but if you guys like enter into a verbal contract with each other, and she's like, "This is how, this is the game, this is what happens," she can't get out of that. Okay. Okay. So the game is that um, you guys will all cut yourselves, hold your hand over the cauldron, pour it in. You guys will all drink from the cauldron. She's going to inhabit one of your bodies, and she's going to disappear. Then you guys have to guess which one of you is the witch. Once you figure out which one's the witch, um, and you can only do this by asking one question, you stab that person, and if you guess correctly, you beat the witch, and you open the path to the Autumn Court. If you fail, that person gets taken over by the witch. Okay.
2: I need to know... Will the witch um, retrieve the memories of the body, or is it purely the body? Purely the body.
1: Yeah, we've played witch-witch at a green teen camp before, but there was never an actual <laughs> witch. This is a, a new level
0: for me.
2: We're only allowed to ask one question?
0: You're only allowed to ask one question, and I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. You can either... Um, we'll go around in a circle... And you can either ask a question of the whole group mm. or you can ask one person a question.
3: Like we could ask, are you a witch? They can lie. People can lie. Does this yeah. witch
2: have any sort of mind-reading mind, mind reading capabilities? I guess
1: we don't know that, but probably maybe for the, I'm, gonna,
2: for, I, I'm a straight you, up asker do you have mind reading capabilities are I, you sussing out our personalities are you scanning our brains for our memories and I am not
0: our- I am sussing out your personalities a little bit but I cannot read your minds I'll put that in the contract
2: I don't have
0: your I don't have your memories but I am going to try to trick you and I am going to lie to
3: you and pretend to be the person fuck it let's play Hardwood draws the knife across his palm dope alright is it too late to use urine okay Never mind. You did pee in the calls, <laughs> I
1: thought that was a toilet.
0: Baltimore B- peed too. We deal. all have to drink this.
2: I have one more addendum. Papa doesn't play. Ram. He needs to. He needs to be supervising and making rear, sure this situation rear, rear, plays rear. out as according to uh, his.
0: Papa, wishes. Papa stands in the corner with the contract and little eyeglasses on, like I <laughs> and am his, the witch,
2: and his 80s businesswoman
0: suit. In his 80s businesswoman
3: brilliant suit, brilliant
2: legal mind. Um, so, <laughs>
0: Hard One takes the blade, cuts his hand, holds it over the cauldron. You see that there's like green liquid in it. It sizzles and pops as Hard One's blood goes into it. Uh, you see Balnor and Bev Senior do it, hold it over the pot. Uh, do you, Moonshine and Bev?
2: Yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah. I mean, I wipe off the blade first with a, a wet nap. Right. Then I do it. Yeah. yeah. So so clean. Death.
0: But you are gonna have to drink everyone's blood. <laughs> um, so you guys. I all...
2: don't use her blade. I just bite my hand and pour it in. Great. Right.
0: Uh, you guys all um, pour your blood into this cauldron, and you see the witch uh, pulls out a large metal cover, the top of the cauldron, and she hands it uh, to you, Hard One. You're the biggest. You're the biggest person here. Damn right. And she goes. Now, when the screaming stops, you're going to lift up the uh, top here and pour yourselves a cup, then replace the top and place the knife in the center. Uh, And she looks at Papa. If he doesn't do this, he breaks the contract. Remember that. Papa writes this down. Um, And you see she gets in this fucking boiling cauldron.
3: What a weird game.
0: Uh, you put the just, top over her, and um, you hear her screaming from the inside. Just, I have Uno. We could have played
3: Uno. Uh,
0: and eventually... <laughs> or charades. She dies, You and you don't hear anything. Yeah,
3: I open it up. I, I stir it, and then I... Yeah,
0: you see she is gone.
3: She has been melted into this pot. Okay. Um, you see
0: that there's like a little ladle in the cauldron. You pour each of you a cup. Bams I see up. Balnor... Bev's dad, take it. Cheers. Yep. I take one. I nice. wig. Okay, I'll throw you guys drink it. Here's what yeah. I'm going to do. I'm going to roll to see who is the witch between Ooh. Balnor, Bev, and you three. If one of you guys is the witch, um, you have to play it to the best of your abilities. Try your best to um, be the witch, um, or else bad things will happen in the future of the campaign as determined by the gods. I am going to roll to see who the witch is. Mm-hmm. And now I am going to... Um, hand you guys dice. If you are the witch, um, you are trying to fool the other people into thinking you are indeed the person whose body you are in. So hard one, if you are the witch, you're pretending to be hard one, but you don't have your memories. So you're just like lying along with the group or you'll make something up, or you're just like, you see that you're a big buff dude, so you'll say something that seems in character. I'm gonna hand you guys each a d20. If you get a red one, then you are the witch.
2: Okay. Everyone, we should just close our eyes. Everyone yeah, close yeah. Our eyes.
3: Games like this make me so fucking nervous. Okay,
0: everybody look at your D20. See if you got the red one. If you got the red one, then you are the witch. If you did not, then you are yourself. So you guys all drink this concoction. You all look at each other. Everyone looks like normal. Everyone looks a little bit nervous and suspicious. You put the top back on the cauldron, and you put the knife in the middle. So now what's going to happen is we're all going to roll initiative, and then you decide on your turn if you want to ask a specific person a question or if you want to ask the whole group a question, and then we go around in a line
3: answering.
2: I got a nat 20. What a waste
3: of a
0: nat 20. 16. Uh, I got a 16 too. Ooh. Roll off? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's say since moonshine, so we'll just go around in a circle now. So um, so where we sit in... uh, Real life, uh, we'll say we're standing at the table. So um, we've got Moonshine, is next to Bev, who's next to Balnor, who's next to Bev Senior, who's next to Hard One in a circle around this cauldron. Moonshine, you ask the first question.
2: Balnor, what's your favorite food? Chicken. <laughs> 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 yeah. I,
0: I, I,
3: I stab Balnor You
0: stab Balnor Instantly there is this shriek And this I thought for a second about fucking cheating I can't believe you just Picked Balnor, Balnor I, was, is, I was
2: like Balnor Or Beverly the fourth that's who I'm going For because the other ones are gonna Talk hard. more and We're only gonna get one question With each of them you <laughs> wow. See, almost you almost said stab, Beverly the Fourth was your wife's You name. grab the
0: knife. You fucking stab into Balnor. You see the shriek uh, as Balnor just fucking disintegrates into a uh-huh. very old lady and then is destroyed, is gone. And suddenly, you guys see um, the top of the cauldron starts like somebody's trying to Get push it off.
3: Uh, yeah, if we flick it. You
0: flick right, it yeah. open. You see Balnor's inside, super sweaty, like soaking oh! wet.
3: And he flops on the ground. He's like, oh, oh, I don't know where I was. I don't know where I was. Yeah, i Be- on him. Valor, Be- huh? I, th- I think you won the game. Uh, Congratulations. I won. I won. Yeah. We're yeah. alive? Yeah, You're the the yeah, The witch is gone. Yeah. The witch is gone? Yeah. Oh. We got her. Oh, that was the second
0: worst thing that's ever happened to me. Mm. Oh. No, I was in a pot. I'm i was so
2: cooked. we were cavalier about My playing that My goose was game. cooked. Oh.
0: You crushed it though. You're a pro at this game. Oh, thanks.
2: Yeah, you honestly You're did a true great job. Was you taken. won it for us. I drank,
0: I drank some 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 liquid with a melted lady in it, and then I disappeared and I came back. Yeah. So yeah, you basically had sex.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> guess
3: you could say that, Beth. Damn. Everybody but me is getting laid on this trip.
2: <laughs> the Faye has been pretty good to me, although <laughs> I haven't gotten laid. Since we've been on our journey.
3: It's before playing the Fae. Not too
2: bad.
3: (laughs) Um, so yeah, so you guys (laughs) you guys are in this hut.
0: Balinor fucking pops out of the pot. I can't believe how fucking anticlimactic
2: that is. I also I I, I literally There is no way you could have cheated though, because your face gave it away. (laughs) Like, no, because you're like like as soon as I said, Balinor, what's your favorite food? Like your look was just like (laughs)
0: <laughs> you were well, done because i was racing i was just like what would she say because there's no way she's gonna fucking guess tuna you guys said yeah. bread that wouldn't have done it i mean yeah. like
2: what is anybody's if favorite said food? bread i still would have killed him. like True. what is
0: any medieval person's favorite food she guessed chicken that's a pretty <laughs> yeah. just like normal <laughs> guess um <laughs> we got you dude she just had to make a guess did you guys this is like bordering on uh Short rest territory. Yeah, but did you guys know that I wouldn't trust any of you to actually do the witch? Absolutely. Oh, I did yeah. not know. So you like purpose? I it purposely, purposely was- it was. I I did roll between um, Balnor and Bev Senior, but I was purposely just like being a hyper, like nobody fucking cheat. Even yeah. though I knew that like yeah. one of you would you'd smile or laugh. <laughs> right.
2: I, my feeling was that we were all gonna like the three of us were gonna talk, but you had the liberty to make Balnor and Bev. Uh, and uh, Beverly the Fourth like quiet, yeah. And it wouldn't be weird, like so. I was like, "This is our chance. We have to ask all our questions to them." Because what? One- because if one of us was all of a sudden super silent, we'd be like, "You're the witch."
1: Mm. Yeah, we're never silent. Thank you for not making us the witch, though, because that was <laughs> too much pressure. I
3: was really stressed out when yeah. you handed out the dice.
2: I was actually, I, I was thinking about what I was gonna do as Moonshine. I was like, I was like, I guess the experience she's had of Moonshine is that she's like kind of rude so i would just kind of like be like a little rough around the edges yeah.
1: and of all the people i feel like a creepy witch could like slide into moonshine yeah. adjacently you know uh-huh. say something about nipples that tracks
0: well you guys are just in this uh <laughs> you guys are just in Let's this get little that hut. chocolate right
2: well no 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 she b- promised us passage to the fey
0: uh-huh yeah you see um papa looks at the contract yeah <laughs> yeah he looks at the contract um and then he scrambles outside okay
3: we, uh, Wait,
2: we I follow him.
0: So you guys follow Papa outside. Um, you get out, and um, you see that the trees uh, that are around here, like creating a wall, boxing in this hut, have spread out to a more natural pattern. Uh, you're ah. no longer in a weird maze. Ooh. Uh, it's it's still like a <sighs> dense forest. I punch a tree. <laughs> you punch a tree. It's just a regular tree. Uh, We're good. <laughs> uh, it doesn't appear to be like enchanted in any way, uh, and you guys see smoke and hear activity in the distance like there is a settlement or a town or perhaps a a court court. Ah! and that's where we'll end our session
2: yeah we're Going yeah. to court, ha 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 ha. ha tea, ta, ta. And luckily, we're not having to go to the bad kind of court because Paw made such an ironclad contract, it would Seriously. have been a nightmare to go into legal proceedings with. Uh, that witch
3: bulletproof, so bulletproof. F-
0: <laughs> so funny that you just immediately stabbed Balnor. Very
2: good. <laughs>
3: we'll ta- Let's talk about this game for yeah. like another 40 minutes on the short rest. Yeah,
2: yeah, what do you
3: uh, guys, head on yeah, over I to... I do kind
2: of want to hear everyone's strategies. I want to hear everyone's, like, thoughts of, like, what they were going to do if they were the witch.
3: That's my... My head was racing with, like, how do I... Yeah. How do I, like, not let Murph think I was, like, throwing the game, but yeah. also, I mean fucking win
1: yep. yeah the reason i play games like D is so i don't have to play secret hitler and ultimate werewolf but <laughs> house. oops
2: uh, yeah
3: but god those games are
0: well so i knew stressful. you guys you guys are all too party focused mm-hmm. and like nice that i knew if i handed you a red dice that you would just like there'd be like an audible like oh yeah. no
2: <laughs> no i was gonna do the know best you of my ability i hid it in my cloak i'm wearing a cloak right now i hid it in my cloak i was gonna give it mm, my best yeah. I
0: didn't think that any of you guys would intentionally sabotage it um, but I just want to make everybody nervous <laughs> yeah.
3: my dice was yellow and I was trying to decide for a really long time if it was, if was actually red Yeah.
2: That's, I did several checks into my cloak bib being like
0: <laughs> I'm not the this, witch am no. Yeah. yeah uh, cool guys we will talk more about you about this over at patreon.com slash nadpod that's n-a-d-d-p-o-d don't we, sing yeah. yet We got some things to plug. Guys, watch Hot Date on Netflix. Uh, It's me and Emily's sketch show. You can also check out our book, Hey You Up, How to Turn Your Booty Call into Emergency Contact. It's available on Audible and on Amazon. Uh, Caldwell, what do you got to plug?
1: Oh, uh, I would like to plug our iTunes page. Please go ahead and give us a rating. Oh, yeah. Yes. We
0: are inching up towards
1: 3,000 reviews.
0: Oh, no. Reviews, I did fun. Oh. I did say I was going to do a Donkey Kong one shot. Yep. Oh, dear yep. me.
2: <laughs>
0: Finally back, and they're here for you. Good. Oh, we no. don't record enough podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're only doing like 12 a month right now. Mm. <laughs> Not enough podcasts. Let's get up to 30 a day. Uh, how how do people send us stuff? Caldwell?
2: Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: if you want to send us, I don't know, beard oil that you make, uh, you can go to 1920 <laughs> oh, Hillhurst God. Avenue, number 222, Los Feliz, California, 90027. And you can send it to that, uh, and I'll go and check the little box, and then I'll I'll tell a man to get my packages, because they don't fit in the box. This is a little too much information, but I thought it'd be fun. <laughs> All <right>. mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Uh, Jake, what do you got? Uh, no, just send us your beard oil. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a taste test. You're just yeah.
2: encouraging your competitors.
3: <laughs> Come at the king.
2: <laughs>
3: send me your oil. <laughs> uh, cool, guys.
0: Follow us on Twitter. At chmurf is me. At caldia is Caldwell. at is Emily. And at jakeherwitz is Jake. And tweet about the show using hashtag nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We are, we are. The youth of a nation, we are, we are,
2: the youth of a nation. can't
0: believe he called out Balnor like that. (laughs) It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means we need to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders.
2: Y'all, we appreciate your hospitality. Starting with Brad D., the only Pebble Pot that isn't Craven, and the only Pebble Pot to pass their driver's test.
0: J. Loma 72 a.k.a. Steelbreaker, Hard One's inspiration, taught Hard One how to double fist, although when Steelbreaker did it, it wasn't beer, it was 200-pound dumbbells.
2: Nice. Dylan B., a sword-wielding wizard, surrounded by a floating army of blades at all times, uses it to terrify their foes, but also to tear it up at a hibachi table.
0: Danny P, Bohemia's resident artist, painted hard senior portrait at the Dwarfenage, also did Gemma's, which is currently going for a lot of money, on Ethereal Bay.
2: Tom P, father of the realm and serenader of sleeping babies. Unfortunately, legend of Tom P's prowess has gotten out and women all over Bohemia are trying to bed him just to get them quiet babies.
0: Spencer Caskbrew, patron elder of libations, ale maker to gods and heroes of Bohemia alike, made an Oktoberfest for the Autumn Court that you better believe they serve all year round.
2: Griffin SDA AKA The Stranger, the silver dragonborn Eldritch Knight, an ex-owner of the Badger's Pint Inn. Also the owner of The Badgers Pint Inn. That's right, they just bought a new tavern and named it after the first one. The liquor license for their new spot is still pending, so Griffin SD is getting real creative with coffee beverages.
0: Beardman Dan, the longest beard in all Bahumia, apparently started out as a soul patch, then Beardman Dan got busy and just kind of lost track of time.
2: Scott D, the only bullywug to ever have braces. Always a dead giveaway when making. Out with other teens in the timeout bag.
0: Hermes W., the Bat King, started wearing a House of Cards style ring on their pinky. Now everyone's whispering that Hermes might be looking to stage a coup on their own regime.
2: Spartus. The Richard Branson of airships. Spartus's airship is the hottest place to be, and yes, the flight safety video is a music video.
0: R, the R-rated assassin, reported to be pretty inspired by all the vaguely erotic whipping the hounds did last week.
2: Cassandra MHP, a.k.a. Cassandra Max HP. Cassandra has so much HP, they use a death lance as a toothpick.
0: Danielle, the dastardly dame. Danielle is so dastardly that she always has advantage on attacks, magical whip or not.
2: QC, a.k.a. Haldor Frostbach. MVP of the Giant Wars, crewed on the SS Stormborn and fought alongside Elias and Red. Also crewed on the SS Stormborn during a brief time when it was a party boat for bachelorette parties.
0: Manny the Mundane, accidental deity who got in the way of a lich's spell to reach divinity. When you open up your nest cam and your cat or dog happens to be perfectly in frame, that's Manny looking out for you.
2: Aw, sweet. Daniel you, a.k.a. Multifor, the many-faced magician, has yet to take a Tinder profile that they feel really captures them.
0: Jordan DJ let Legendary DJ of the realm. Jordan is trying to throw a music fest in the Elemental Chaos to rival Fay Cella. Follow Fire Festival on Trinstagram for all the hottest deets.
2: Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, born of the sword, and ord the whole horde. That's right, Jeffrey S. is a one-man crew team.
0: Cutter W., a high elf dandy turned crick bark hates working with trees in the Autumn Court because there's just no privacy.
2: John S., a.k.a. Schubert the Mushroom. Schubert may seem like a fun little fella, but they're actually ten times more Poisonous than a black widow spider.
0: Ryan M., the namesake of Hard One's Ram. Hard One once got tabletopped but was caught midfall by a sympathetic dwarfin named Ryan.
2: Elena C., the author and illustrator of Ulfgar Ghost Punch.
0: Andrew M., a writer who is currently pitching an animated series of the Ulfgar Adventures to TV executives all across Bahumia.
2: Wow, hope Elena gets that uh, that uh, credit. Michael McD., head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn. The Chosen have taken over Esri, so Michael has been making a lot of white Russians.
0: Victor T., Balnor's boy whose loving dad was ripped from his family and transported to another world. But wait, that means Balnor has two sons? Bobby has a brother? Balnor gives a thousand-yard stare.
2: Ooh. Ooh, I like it. Justin I, a nannerfly trainer down at the Crick, also holder of the record for most nannerfly bites down at the Crick.
0: Clayton M, the claymation dalmatian who works in sanitation all across the nation. <laughs> That's right, Clayton is a teleporting garbage dog.
2: The professional, the only lawyer to successfully beat Pawpaw in litigation, relied on the testimony of corrupt Crick bullywogs to put an innocent Petrie in the timeout bag.
0: Jacob C, the first bard, was just playing a song one day and whoop, here come some spells.
2: Elena M, M, the fifth member of the Hounds, currently tracking the band of boobs and waiting for an opportunity to kill them in their sleep.
0: Pucks, the amazing Codemaster who programmed our website, also set up the Wi-Fi in Professor Duddle's lab, <laughs> which is problematic to say the least.
2: Earl and Kathleen L, two nanorflies who bred to create the many jars of their species that Moonshine enjoys today.
0: Jibe g the troll who kicked Jonah's dad, has grown a lot as a person and regrets it.
2: Corbin A, the previous owner of Alanis' first edition Ulfgar Scrolls, straight up put the comics back in their plastic case and pretended they were mint the
0: ostrich the jock ostrich used to bully the scrawnier ostriches until one scrappy ostrich won their hearts we're going to do a whole campaign about it stay tuned
2: PJW, Charo Arcadius, a tiefling warlock whose tail has a mind of its own. Papa did have to charge Charo's tail for a swatting nanorflies at the crick, so Charo's just sitting next to a timeout bag waiting for their tail to finish a sentence.
0: Damiel R., Ram Daniel's evil twin, also Ryan's good twin. That's right, they're triplets. Whoa.
2: Nicholas R., aka St. Cricolis. Besides delivering presents to youngins on Christmas morning, St. Cricolis also. Also serves the gooseberry pie on Christmas Eve during their extremely dangerous fireworks show.
0: Jennifer V, and Aladrin ranger, currently tracking Moonshine's pregnant elk.
2: It's <laughs> trippy for sure. Dustin C, the greatest swordsman in all of Bohemia. Unfortunately, they left their sword on the Galateron tram and they haven't been able to find it.
0: Devin B, the Bodega Lord, the Hero of Hero- Heroes, the Sultan of Subs, the Bastard of the Mountain... Wait, sorry, no, not that one. The server of sandwiches.
2: Nice, dude. Michael L. currently wandering through the trials of the Autumn Court on a nice stroll and hasn't realized they're in a maze yet. Look alive, Michael!
0: Sam H., a skeleton king who dreams of bringing Christmas to the Autumn Court. Wait, I have an idea for a movie.
2: Oh, Kelvin Noodles, a pasta elemental, the only being in the elemental chaos who can be enjoyed sprinkled with Parmesan.
0: Christian H, Sergio Salazar Solomon, Sacarius de Sequani, seventh of his name, a sexy Peruvian snake folk with sweet snake patterns on his skin. And what's under all that snake skin? Smooth, silky caramel.
2: Yum, I'll take a bite. Trey Lay the Cray who loves Stay by Dave Matthews. Whether right or wrong makes us want to stay, stay, stay for a while.
0: Aaron G, master of the banishment spell. Instead of using deodorant, Aaron G just banishes their BO. They also do the same for dandruff and jock itch.
2: Eric B, longest fingernails in Bohemia. Pretty neat record, but it is impossible for Eric to use their speaking stone.
0: Alucard, a reverse Dracula. Alucard is so reversed, they actually live on the sun, and now that's hot.
2: Wow. Baby Doc, the only doctor to ever perform their own C-section. They also delivered their twin, who is a baby accountant.
0: Adam H, a teenage rogue who uses their stealth to sneak out at night. I take that, mom. I hate you, dad. Fuck you, aunt.
2: <laughs> Colin G, a geomancer who makes a stone that will get you stoned. That's right. Colin G invented Bahumia's first THC vape pen.
0: Ryan, hard ones ram who lives a beautiful life thanks to hard ones setting him free. <laughs> Ryan is taking online classes and has hopes to become a matriculated student at a technical school in the fall. Way to get your life back, Ryan.
2: <laughs> Big bug. The moose, that pregnant moose moonshine, aka Moose Shine, is carrying in her belly.
0: Richard F., an arcane dealer that only sells placebo drugs in order to wean their clients off the drug. Noble, but also, they're a con artist.
2: Taylor aka Trust the Traveler recently invested in a portable arcane battery for their speaking stone so they can keep a charge on the road.
0: John W.G. Fights with a blunderbuss attached to a sword will often cut themselves when firing the blunderbuss and shoot themselves while swinging the sword.
2: Troy McSee, an alcoholic wizard who casts the strongest spells on weak cocktails.
0: Cannibalistic Cthulhu. Like Schubert, Cthulhu will take a little nibble of themselves in a pinch. They taste pretty good.
2: Sam L., a retired prize nannerfly who, like a prize ray ho- racehorse, retires and is only used for breeding. Cool life, bro.
0: Damara. Murray. Folk that's half mermaid, half orc. They swim with sharks and fight with dragon turtles. It's rugged as hell.
2: Josh S., the revived cyborg version of Josh the Kobold. Robo Josh is stronger than ever. No one can defeat. Wait, Moonshine, no! Robo Josh has just been thrown from a tower and is dead.
0: Blitzberg Dimitri, owner of Dorger's Big Borger, now being sold in your frozen food aisle so you Ooh. can enjoy a Big Borger in your own home, a Borger from the Storger.
2: Ooh, don't mind if I do. Caleb's storm cup-bearer in Cord's Great Hall. Caleb's job as Kord's bartender is very easy since all anyone ever orders is mead.
0: Andrew A., the new mayor of the Crick, though Andrew is really just a pretty face. Joe is still pulling the strings, as he always has.
2: Nicholas C. has starred in every single movie ever made in Bohemia, currently in pre pro for The Puzzle of the Headless Horseman, where they will be playing The Horseman and The Horse.
0: Matt L., a chosen knight who was excommunicated after ordering a smoothie with almond milk. Brother, oh, we only oh, drink oh, from oh, the udder. Oh, oh. <laughs>
2: Targot, owner and proprietor of Bohemia's beloved general store, Targot, where Beverly buys his near-infinite supply of wet naps.
0: Mike H., the Autumn Court's royal puzzle master, Mike is currently retooling the witch house section so that now instead of possessing your body and asking questions, the witch just shoots you with a crossbow as soon as you walk in.
2: Kevin S., the Slider Drider, a drow arachnid who loves tiny sandwiches even more than hard one and is currently hunting down the band of boobs in order to challenge him to an eating contest.
0: Dribble, a tiny mouse warrior who uses a needle as a sword a thimble as a helmet, a bottle cap as a shield, and a full-size Lamborghini as a car. Stylish.
2: Garrett M., a ranger who doesn't know how to track monsters, but can track their boss's busy schedule, which is what makes Garrett such an indispensable assistant. Go on, Garrett. Ask for that raise You deserve it.
0: Matthew E, a drow hunter who wears a blindfold like Zalik, but only because they hunt pinatas, which in the Fey Wild are both alive and terrifying.
2: Ooh, Samuel B, a dwarven ghost, who's been spending a lot of time with Gemma lately. They're actually planning a trip to Big Bear, which in Bohumia is an actual giant bear that you wrestle for fun. Sounds steamy.
0: Bee Money, the official currency of the Bazinga Bees. Unfortunately, their economy recently collapsed after the Bazinga government spent over two trillion bee dollars on a single sunflower. <laughs>
2: (laughs) Tilford G, a normal human who dresses exactly like a wizard. Big beard, blue pointy hat, covered in stars, the works. None of Tilford's wizard friends have called them out on it, but behind Tilford's back, they're all like, what the fuck?
0: Guardian of the Light, Zack Age, Bahumi is only Keyblade wielder. Zack was recently turned into a Heartless and now must defeat their nobody, Chax, to return to normal.
2: Mitch D., an enlightened drunken master water genasi named Doc Afla was once banished to hell, but won their freedom after defeating all nine demon lords in a massive game of Flip Cup.
0: Curtis S., a Bohemian adventurer who was mysteriously transported to Vale and quickly went mad while trying to find a restaurant that isn't possum-themed.
2: <laughs> Colton B., a famous nannerfly breeder who invented the now widely used stick them in a jar and watch them we get nasty Method of reproduction.
0: Barrett K., Barrett Brisden's personal milk sommelier. Barrett has an actual milk mustache, and yet <laughs> it's as gross as it sounds.
2: Jen's Christian T., another Trinnevillian. Jen's actually went to the same school as Jen's Lindell and was much more popular, which led to Jen's L getting invited to a lot of parties By accident, a fact he refuses to acknowledge to this day.
0: Gage M has the thickest ear gauges in Bohemia. Recently, Gage attuned them with flying spells, and now they soar through the sky like a crust punk version of Dumbo.
2: Montana monarch, ruler of big sky country. They ride a bison like a horse, sleep on a bed made of glaciers, and spend their day pissing into Canada just to annoy them.
0: Melanie F., aka Tiavina Saragin, an Asimar paladin who drunkenly swore a blood oath but forgot what for. Maybe it was to stop drinking so much? Tiavana's gonna get to the bottom of this right after they get to the bottom of this old fashion.
2: Rayleigh P.S., a knight of the pricker bush, despite being scorned. Rayleigh is no longer forlorn and has sworn to serve the thorn.
0: Aaron C., the coolest gun toad in kobold in all of Bohemia, more commonly known by their nickname, Ol... Hehe.
2: <laughs> dragon senpai the coolest dragon at bohemia high they sit upon a massive horde of flustered underclassmen whose only dream is to be noticed by their master and
0: that's it for this week gang thank you to our council of elders thank you to all of our patreon subscribers and all of our listeners you can listen to the short rest over at patreon.com slash nadpod and we'll be back next week with another episode thanks guys
1: we
2: love all you sweeties that was a headgum podcast